Now let's get right to Dr. Joseph Schuster, founder of IPOX Schuster LLC. Now we're talking about the IPO market. And obviously, we talk, just talked to a company, just began trading following a SPAC merger. This is your specialty. I know you've seen strong demand. You talked that there is strong demand still for IPOs. Are they slowing some, though? Uh, hi, Nicole. First of all, thank you for having me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, slowing a little bit. Um, there's the overhang. It's, it's, it's a holiday. Um, August usually seasonally quite slow. Uh, there's COVID coming back, there's some, some uh, geopolitical issues, obviously. Whole issues about Chinese IPOs definitely slowing the international business. Um, and now another reason it's slowing a little bit is, is, is uh, the mixed performance of IPOs. Um, as a group, IPOs have significantly underperformed you know, the whole market, actually, the S&P, NASDAQ, year to date. Hence, there's kind of a recalibration going on, I think, which is which is going to hit the IPO market in Q4 in the sense that it's becoming more selective, we believe, especially for U.S. and international deals. Yeah, and I know you have some uh, groups and ETFs for us to take a look at, but do you think overall that IPOs can be a good investment? Because sometimes we're seeing that it can be a very much a, bi a mixed bag or even a risk, too. Our philosophy is really to provide investors with basket, with a basket, with an indexed approach, just kind of the John Bogle approach to IPO investing, indexing the sector um, with our IPOX indexes. We have a number of ETFs tied to that. We keep a large number of IPOs. We mix them up with spin-offs, uh, typically the largest um, of, of any sector, and then we put them in, in a diversified basket has worked out tremendously well, you know, since uh, over the last 15 years, we outperformed the S&P with the FPX ETF by 300 bit basis points uh, annually. Uh, the same has been true for the international space. Europe has been very successful too. FPXE would be the ticker there. Uh, so again, like uh, IPOs, you know, are risky, but it really depends what you make out of it. And I think obviously there's tremendous opportunity in the cross-section of IPO investing still. Yeah, tell me a little bit about more about some of these ETFs, these funds that you said it's almost like indexing in that at least you're getting a basket. You're not having the risk of one IPO, right? And that's what IPOX has been focusing on. You have IPOX Europe, um, IPOX International, the IPOX 100 US. Tell me a little bit more about some of these funds and if someone were interested, why they would get into these funds. See, our focus is really to provide investors access to the aftermarket performance of the best performing IPOs. So our goal is not really to buy Google at 50, flip it at 70. Our, our belief is we buy Google at 80 and then keep it through a long run uh, buy and hold approach over the first four years and sell it out at three, 400, uh, like we did with Google, like we did with Tesla, like, like we, we, we are doing with CrowdStrike. So we have an underlying basket of stocks which we have in our composite universe and based off this composite universe every quarter we choose uh, x number of stocks like a uh, hundred number uh, hundred stocks for the u.s market 100 for the european market in terms of domicile um, 50 companies from the international space so we have really a semi-active uh, etf which is in, a, in an indexed form and uh, every quarter we basically buy there and then add the best performing and mix them up with the largest IPOs as well. Importantly, we mix IPOs and spin-offs. 
spin-offs can be shared distributions like OTs, like a carrier to increase diversification, liquidity, dividend yield as well. So overall, you get a very appealing basket of stocks, uh, which uh, are outside mm -hmm. the benchmarks and really provide us right. an allocation to these new listings of companies, which more often than not represent innovation and the, uh, the new industries um, in, in a basket approach. Yeah. So you're saying for sure, go for it. I mean, that sounds like what you're saying, because you mentioned the U.S. and Europe. I know India has been in your sights. We just finished talking to Renew and the CEO there. It's mm -hmm. a renewable energy company in India with fast growth projections. So it's not just the U.S. and Europe. You're looking at other areas, too. But it sounds like you're really pushing for this, right? Saying, sure, go for it. I mean, why not have these IPOs in your portfolio? Absolutely. We have shown some, as I say, significant asset allocation benefits. It's not just with a $10 million fund. We run around $4.5 billion in these strategies. And uh, it's a unique approach kind of to um, provide a multifaceted uh, exposure to thematics as well. Um, and, you know, that's where the future is. I mean, the, uh, the appealing approach, what we have is that uh, obviously, as in, uh, companies, you know, are in these benchmarks forever, like in the Nasdaq, there's a lot of aging going on, but there's a lot of, you know, innovation coming to the market, which is not tracked separately and correctly, what we believe, and that's where IPOX and our ETFs are coming into play. Beautiful. Dr. Joseph Schuster, thank you. Wonderful to speak with you about the IPO market. Dr. Joseph me, Schuster, founder of IPOX Schuster. Thanks.